Welcome to Daily Steps from One Extraordinary Marriage, where we outline simple steps that you can take to have the ultimate marriage adventure. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. In today's show, we address a question, how do I get out of my sexual rut after having four kids in seven years? Congrats to you. Yep. Four kids in seven years. Uh, you know, you have a lot of little people that need attention in your home. Yes. Yes, you, uh, you do. know, hanging on you, crying, just being demanding of your time and mm-hmm. energy. And you need to also acknowledge the fact that your body has been through a lot of changes. Pregnancy, childbirth, nursing, it, it just changes. And four times in seven years, yes. On top of that, sleep's a luxury. Right? You got little ones in your house. Uh, it's the one like little secret that nobody tells you. Like it's kind of this, you know, when you're having a baby, nobody, they kind of dance around the fact that maybe you're going to be sleep deprived. It's like, wow, sleep deprivation. Sleep deprivation is hard on your sexual intimacy. It is. Right? And if you're nursing, that's hard on your sexual intimacy because you're like, I'm leaking. You know, all of these different things impact you. And on top of that, four kids in seven years, the two of you have precious little time to yourselves. Mm-hmm. Because somebody always needs something. And the truth of the matter is, is that at one point in time, the person that you made those babies with was your number one, right? That that day that the two of you stood in front of friends Mm, and family mm, and and God and everyone and said, I take you. you. And the reality is, is that that person still wants to be your number one. And, and you still want to be their number. Like everybody still wants to be a number one, but we got all these like little heads bopping around. When we start looking at the sexual intimacy here, there are a few things to keep in the back of your mind. First and foremost is that what the two of you model is what your kids are going to grow up seeing. It's what they're going to take into their own lives. And I know when they're that little, you're like, oh my gosh, they're going to be around here forever. But I will tell you as the parent of a high schooler and a middle schooler, it happens in a blink of an eye. So being focused on how to get out of the sexual rut now when they're little is a gift that you're going to give first and foremost to yourself, Mm -hmm. secondly, to your spouse, then to your marriage, and literally to your family. Why? Because the dynamic between mom and dad as husband and wife is a dynamic that changes the household. Mm -hmm. So first, moms, I'm going to tell you this, you have permission to be a sexy wife. You do. I'm giving it to you. I don't need to be the one to give it to you. I would encourage you to give it to yourself. And that's figuring out what makes me feel sexy. My body's gone through changes. You have have one kid your body doesn't look like it did before you had babies. You have four. It definitely doesn't look. I mean, that's just the reality. They stretch us in more ways. So what can you do to feel sexy? Is it finding the lingerie and the color that your husband loves? I didn't even know that Tony had a favorite color of lingerie until like I'm wearing something one day and he's like, oh my gosh, that color. So now I think I actually have three or four pairs of panties in the color that he loves. Yeah. Why? Because he told me. And if he's like, oh, you look hot. I'm like, I will do more of that. Communicate with your husband on what you need from him to feel sexy. Because ladies, let me tell you something. Your husband wants you to feel sexy. Mm -hmm. And if you let him know, maybe it's a word of encouragement that you're doing a, you know, a rock star job as a mom. Let him know. Maybe you just need that look across the table 
when everybody's like crying and screaming and, and there's just that look that says, it's a crazy season in our life, but I still desire you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to put in a couple of things here real quick that I think of is discussing that sexual intimacy. Mm-hmm. What does it look like now? First and foremost, I'd say, you know, get on the intimacy lifestyle, mm-hmm. discuss that, get that on your guys's calendar. So at least even if you guys decide that, Hey, we're going to at least uh, be sexually intimate once a week, that's on your calendar. So it's there. You guys are doing it. And maybe because you have four kids um, under the age of seven, it may have to be like every week on this date, we're going to have sex. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't get too crazy for you guys, but it's like, hey, every Wednesday we're having sex. It could be in the morning, could be the afternoon, could be the evening, whatever works for you guys. So get on the intimacy lifestyles first thing. Second, I would say embrace a quickie Mm -hmm. at times. At times. At times, yes. But it's okay to have sex quickies at certain moments in time because of the ages of your kids and where you're at. You may not have half an hour or 45 minutes mm-hmm. every single time. So embrace that. Utilize your shower, a bath. Utilize these times that you guys are together. And it doesn't always have to be what we envision sex being, which is in our bed with the lights off at night. If you've got four kids in seven years, the minute your head hits the pillow, you're going to sleep. Sleep, Yeah. Right. And so, you know, some other practical strategies here, look at different times of day. Mm-hmm. Maybe before you had kids, you were always like, well, hey, we're nighttime sex people. Well, let me tell you something. If they're all like taking naps or otherwise occupied on an afternoon, on a weekend, guess what? Mom and dad are going to go take a shower, right? Boom. That's what I'm saying. Like, hey, if you're getting up in the morning, you guys need to take a shower, take your shower and you're off and running. Make sure you have your lube in your shower with you. Ladies, because it can dry you out in there. Absolutely. You know, start exploring different positions. You want to get mm-hmm. out of a sexual ride? Different positions are a great way to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, simply going from missionary to like a side-by-side spooning position can just be like, oh, that's something mm-hmm. new, right? It's a different perspective. You get yeah. a different perspective there. Give yourself the grace to explore what works now, right? Just because it worked before babies doesn't necessarily mean it's working the same way now. In, in the exact same manner. It changes. So to get out of a rut, say, you know what? Let's just explore our bodies together and see what works. It doesn't have to be this like same old, same old. I will have to say after our kids is when we found out the enjoyment Elisa had from oral sex. That wasn't a before kids thing. It wasn't. And that was through talking and learning. We also uh, introduced a like a finger vibrator into the mix after kids as well. It, we don't use it much anymore, but at that time we mm-hmm. did because we were, we were exploring, we were checking new things. We, we made sure to introduce lube, like lube became a piece of our sex kit, I Absolutely. will say. But prior to kids, we didn't. And, and we learned a lot through that because Elisa needed that extra lubrication at times. So there are little pieces that we did that we learned and we have been using since then. You know, the final thing I really want to say on this is start locking your bedroom door. And if you don't have a lock on your door, go to Home Depot or Lowe's or whatever your hardware store is in your town and get one. Here's the thing. It's okay for mom and dad to have a lock on their bedroom door. You want to get a sexual rut? Know that your kids are not going to walk in. Because if you know they're not going to walk in, then you've got a little more freedom to explore one another, to spend time together. Your bedroom becomes a sanctuary. It's like a no kids allowed zone at certain Mm -hmm. times. And start locking it when they're little. 
So because they know it. They just know. Like mom and dad go into the room at night and they lock their door. If we need something from them, we knock on the door. And I will tell you, we still lock our door with a high school and middle schooler because they still come to our door while we're about to have sex and we get the little knock, knock, knock at the door. And we have to say, hold on. And we just get dressed up real quick and we answer the door. So if they do come and interrupt you, it doesn't mean it's the end of the night. It's an interruption right there and then. Mm -hmm. But make sure that you guys communicate to each other are we going to continue once we get the kids back to bed or what may be going on? Mm-hmm. Or are we going to wait till tomorrow? Because I'll tell you, there's nothing more frustrating from my perspective, having been in that place when that wasn't communicated to being like, gosh, I just got rejected again. Mm-hmm. And it's not because of you, wife, because you, you went to go watch the kids or take care of the kids. It's not because of you, but there is that feeling of like, dang it, I just missed my opportunity. Mm-hmm. So don't miss that opportunity. Let your husband know. And following up on that, if if your bedroom door is locked, that freedom that comes from being in that place is going to help the two of you get out of that rut. It's going to be that peace of mind Mm -hmm. that says we can do whatever we want because no little people are walking into our room. For more help in this area of your marriage, check out oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash 256.